the pay-per-view coming up, I'm going to probably screw this up a few times. NWA Sawin, Sawen. You're facing EC3 at the event. It's kind of like a hometown show for him. He's changed a lot since you guys last squared off. Uh, no more narrative. Or maybe like downplaying a little bit. It was a little bit, you know, he got a little personal in that feud that you guys had. Uh, I think it was about a year ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are you looking forward to most about the match? Obviously, you you want to walk away with the title, but you know thoughts going in into the show. So, um, me and me and EC three have known each other for pretty much since I stepped off the plane and got to America in two thousand and ten. Um, so we've always crossed paths and always been in the same locker room, whether it's was it FCW NXT or or TNA, and now. Um, now NWA, so you know we've thrown down quite a few times uh, in all those in all those places, but now he is obviously the man. He's the overman, and he's the man that I need. I need to beat. So going into that, knowing that we're in his hometown, um, the advantage you could say is on his side. Uh, but saying that, I got my wife with me, my missus. And so, uh, you know, that's that's my uh, not backup plan, but I'm saying, you know, I feel like that helps mm. level out the odds to some degree. You know, having uh, your um, your uh, what's the politically cor- correct term for it? But you know, my wife wants what's best for me, what's what's best for us, and so she's someone that I want to cross. So just knowing the fact that she's there for me makes me feel better you know but i'm excited excited about the match i know that me and him can tear it up um mm. and uh you know he's someone that i that i respect and someone that i've seen all the versions of him he's a guy that's creative and um will change and come up with new ideas and new versions of himself to keep himself different and relevant or something isn't working so um yeah i'm excited for it. it's his first title defense so i'm sure that he's eager to keep the the title um and i'm eager to get it because i had to beat seven people in a row for this uh opportunity mm-hmm. so i think we both have high expectations and both want to walk out victorious your your wife's a pretty good backup plan too. I wanted yes. to mention that it's not like yeah. it's not like she's a pushover. She <laughs> no. she she did just have uh, an impressive NWA World Women's Championship reign. Uh, I think it was eight hundred and thirteen days. It ended at. I think I'm correct. Yeah, but uh, yeah. how many day? How many? How many days is it? I think is it, it was eight hundred and thirteen. I, I believe you're correct. We'll go with that. Okay. Uh, I saw this I I saw this video that she put up. You you did a cameo in it, the uh I'll call it the Titanic video where she was packing her bags for the weekend and you like kind of put the stop to it and you're like, no, you can't bring the belt. If anybody wants to check it out, it's on Camille's uh social media accounts. Obviously, that was a, a funny way to look at it. Um, but what did you think about the title reign coming to an end? She she's since said that it was her her idea to sort of lose it and saw Kenzie as somebody to pass the title on to, but what do you think about the whole process from your perspective? 
Um, I think she's done a tremendous job carrying that championship and and making all of the matches and everything that she does stand out. She's someone that she's not been through the developmental system. She's not, uh, you know, been someone that's, um, you know, spent years and years in school. And, and so she's, you know, relatively new when you were to, if you actually think about how long she's been in the job and how many matches she's had and all sort of kind of stuff. So for her to be able to take the ball and run with it like she did and continue to top everything every time, because I mean, that's a lot of pressure too. And mm-hmm. so for her to be able to essentially go from, yes, she'd done some some indie stuff before, but essentially go for, from Nick Alvis's sort of insurance policy to then, main event and, and and you know having having killer matches it's a big testament to her i mean it's incredible it's something that i i needed all my time in developmental i needed all you know the years and years and years to get to this point and she's just a natural with it she's she's just uh, she's phenomenal so all good things obviously must come to an end um <clears throat> essentially you with them with her dropping the title, it needs to go on. It has to go on someone that is um, born and raised almost in that company. Someone that you can go. She's an NWA person. Mm-hmm. Someone that then can carry on the torch and, and you know is um, it, you can't you you want it to go on. You want it to go on someone that is going to be the future and sort of build and be there from day one you've got to build your own talents and so it going on kenzie is the is the was the best way for it to go um you know yeah i mean i'll yeah it was yeah her decision to do it i mean um could it have stayed on her for a lot longer i'm Mm -hmm. sure it could but then also you you run that fine line as well between it becoming people kind of get tired of after a while or whatever so you're on that sort of issue too so i think for you know the amount of time that she had it and what she did with it and how she elevated it and how she is and has been sort of the main focus of the company and the and the um uh what's you know she's essentially the the nick aldis of the company now Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think that it could have stayed on her for, for forever, but you've got to let other people have their time. Mm-hmm. It It's funny, the timing of it all, because I spoke to Billy before the, the event, and I said that I feel like a lot of people didn't really have that sort of exhaustion with her title reign that they might have vocalized with other people. And I said... I don't know if she's ever going to catch Mula, who's, I don't know, like a thousand day, you know, like a thousand days difference in her title reigns or whatever it is. But I was like, yeah, Jazz is in with reach. I, I'm confident saying that. I think it's like Jazz was in 900 days or something like that. And then she lost. So I was like, oh, I, I guess it it wasn't a sure bet. But I, I think you're right in saying that, you know, especially Kenzie, like, somebody that's been there you could say she's like a homegrown star right uh definitely excited to see what she does with it because it speaks volumes of her being the one to beat camille after a a really really good title run 
Yeah, I mean, it helps if it goes on someone that um, is is good for the locker room, is likable, is a good talent. She sort of ticks all the is young. She ticks all those right boxes, so it probably makes it a much more easier. Um, not that it wasn't easy, but much more of an acceptable idea to 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 go ahead and put it on somebody like that. Um, I think as well with it being sort of a changing of guards and a new a new era as it's put. There was probably a level of that too. I mean, every every championship belt changed hands to some degree. So I think it was also a bit of a master reset to to start this this new era. I want to talk about the Cleveland show a little bit more. Are you uh, a horror movie fan? Slasher movies? No, no. Um, okay. I what my friend. My good friend Rampage Brown in the UK, he's a big slasher uh, horror movie guy, Jason and Freddie, and he loves all that stuff. Um, I, no, I never was. I mean, I watched all that stuff when I was a kid because it's kind of a rite of passing. You need to sort of, because you're a kid. I remember, I remember begging my mom to watch Aliens when I was, I don't know, 12 or something or 11 mm-hmm. and being absolutely terrified and wishing that she'd never gone, all right, bloody hell, I'll stick it on there. It terrified me. And I watched Poltergeist when I was five, too, by mistake, which also, <laughs> which also terrified me. So getting kicked out of my parents that night wasn't good for me. But uh, no, I, I like, I like, I don't mind a uh, sort of a thriller horror esque. I don't really have any good um, movies offhand. But if it's like a, a thriller mixed in with a bit of gore or, or that kind of stuff, I'm okay with. But. No, I, I just I can't get into it. And also, it's all very repetitive, too. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I just, I don't, it just was never my thing. Okay, well. I, do, I mean, I, well, no, I was going to say, I do like watching documentaries on, you know, murders and all that other kind of stuff. Okay. So, <laughs> I, you know, if it's a documentary, I can watch it. But if it's, you know, Freddy versus Jason 17, I, I take it, leave it. All right. Well, I will say Freddy versus Jason was probably one of my favorites of those because it was just so like breaking the fourth wall but uh when i heard the name of this event i went to to michael myers right away because saween samhain it's mentioned in the movie it's in, in the second movie and it's like all this you know occult stuff and so i was like oh cool it's really like leaning into that sort of slasher movie vibe and Besides on how to pronounce it, I think it's really cool that uh, NWA is sort of leaning into the holiday where it's not obvious. Like, I, I enjoyed Halloween Havoc from WCW, but this is sort of not, you know, it, it's not super obvious. It's it's a little bit more of a deep cut, I guess. Um, what do you what do you think about pay-per-views and wrestling sort of borrowing from pop culture and stuff like this to sort of just appeal to a, a wider fan base or just you know get away from the traditional events so to speak i think there's a level of you want to be different so being different is good i don't think you want to be that different that you sort of alienate people or have them scratch their heads and wonder what it is so there's always that fine line where you've got to be careful that wrestling kind of needs to be a to be to z good versus evil easy enough storytelling 
everything, things paying off, things making sense, continuity, things like that. So, <laughs> so you, so it's, it's it's good, but then also, like I say, you you got to be careful with how wacky and out there you get. But um, but for me, I I I think Danzig, right? Danzig was that his name was was Danzig. But there's something to do with the the Danzig because I. One of the first guys that got hold of me when I was like, uh, I don't know, 14 or 15, started sort of training me before I went on to other places. His wrestling name was actually Sam Hain. So my first match was against a guy called Sam Hain, funny enough. So I think of him when I hear it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, um, I, you know, like I said, being different is good. And you got to stand out and you do you do have to be different. Um, but like I say, again, it's... it's, it's uh, you you you've also just got to be careful with it being too out there, and then people not knowing what the hell it's about. Yeah. But um, I think it will be an exciting, fun pay per view. Um, I can't, I I don't know what's going on or how it's going to be presented, but I do hope that it is presented in more of a Halloween esque fashion. Mm-hmm. I think it's also a perfect time where you can get away with maybe being a little bit kooky and wooky and spooky and um, and people being a, a, bit, a little bit more um accepting of it so you know i feel like the more we could lean on into that that pay-per-view day the, the more fun it probably could be you know i love a bit of smoke and mirrors and you know weirdness maybe, maybe a little bit more uh haunted house and blood and maybe not so much a giant inflatable pumpkin <laughs> uh you never know maybe a bit of both okay it, it's actually funny that you mentioned it uh is it zandig right Z- zandig yeah, yeah. something so sam haynes so there's some there's some correlation there. i'm a, I, I, I don't know the guy like from the band too danzig had you know he was in the misfits he did yeah. his solo thing but he also had a sawin band too okay so, that's where it's so maybe that's, that's where the connection is yes yeah 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 because i think of, of my friend crush when i hear uh, something yeah uh before you got to nwa you were in tna wrestling people knew you as bram i'm sure you've heard it all the time but the the bram resigns with tna memes <laughs> There was like three or four announcements in a few months. Like, do you like what was going on there? Like, was it just they were over eager? Did you restructure? Like, I feel it's funny because I think a little while back, because there's obviously the tweets from you know 2014 or whenever it was, and so occasionally it will reappear on my timeline. So someone's either got back or, or or liked it or whatever. So that still pops me, but um. I feel like I feel like at the time there was a lot of restructuring in the company. I don't know if it was like TV deals or new people taking over or changing network or whatever. And so I feel like there was a lot of other people's contracts as well getting renegotiated or, or things like that. And it just so happened to be at a time I think where where it, it, it felt like it was happening every every three seconds. And so I feel like there was a level of of that, and then it just you know how it is. It takes a life of its of its own. So um, yeah, I don't know. I never. I just presume that I could be totally way off. I I don't know. Yeah. But um, 
but it but it is funny. I see that picture of me and Big, and uh, on like the first day that I got there and, and signed, and so it is it is it is funny. Someone else would have to explain it to me, but I just can only presume it was like people were just going, oh, again, you know, it was a thing that kept happening all the time. And so for some reason, mine stuck. <laughs> I think I think I tracked all of them down, but it's like from March 2014 to May 2015, it's like three announcements. And then Bob Ryder, you know, rest in peace said right. that there was another deal renewed in January so that there was a lot of confusion it was like wait you re-signed him or re-upped him four times in a year like what's going on <laughs> so I mean they might have done that. yeah I, you know I don't know there was yeah there, there definitely was though a lot of times when there was a lot of, of change in that sort of small amount I think I, I there was three four years I spent there or something but stuff did change quite rapidly when I first got there we're still on spike and so the, we were getting over a million viewers a, a week or whatever it was. And and then and then still doing house shows and things like that. So it was definitely a good time. I do wish that I'd have got there a lot earlier just to be able to to, to reap that time frame. Because um, mm. I think maybe six months in, then we went to uh, Destination America, I think. And then we went to uh, Pop or something. And then, I don't know, there was just a, a few times that it all sort of kept changing and, and everyone's scratching their heads, uh, mm -hmm. you know, and it's kind of confusing to people too. When you're constantly changing and doing this and changing the day that you're on, that you're, you know, the show's going to be on and people, they, people like some stability and it just felt like, you know, even being a talent there, that there was, there wasn't that much stability and obviously the fans pick up on that and then, once they pick up on that, it spreads, and then it's a hard thing to shake, you know. Yeah. yeah. Well, thankfully, they seem to have found their found their groove. They're doing great things uh, yeah. with access the channel. You know, back to live events. You're doing great work with NWA. You've been there. I think coming up on four years, right? You, you got there in like April 2019. I know. I know you were working with Royce when you first got there, but yeah. Uh, is there a match? I, I usually do a watch list. Is there a match or maybe a moment that you have that you're especially proud of in your career? One that maybe highlights whether you want to go back to working as a tag team or one that you you have as a singles wrestler that you know you're really proud of. You think here's here's the moment or match that highlights the wrestler you try to be every time you're in the ring. That's a tough one. Um, I probably sort of give a give a few or, or at least angles and stuff um even starting back with um when i was in ascension in nxt like uh me and ryan had a good couple of matches with the usos that i was proud of and one of my favorites was with tyson kidd and uh, pj um justin gabriel mm. that was one of my favorite matches that i had at nxt for that short amount of time that, that it got rebranded and that we were on that um so the so the ascension versus um justin gabriel and, and tyson kid mm -hmm. um and then in in tna um i really enjoyed my feud with with magnus with nick uh and his wife mickey obviously you know he's my, my best friend and we're, we're super close um we somehow always end up living close to each other whenever we move so he's just down the road from me now again um, and so the stuff that we did in the UK 
that feud and then and then I think we finished off in Orlando or whatever. It was just a fun a fun feud that was you could sink your teeth into and you can have some real emotion and it, it helps when you get a good storyline. You're both invested, you're both involved in it, you both know each other, you both know what each other can do and what you want to get out of it. So that was that was that was definitely one of my my favorite feuds, and then of course Abyss too. For, I don't know why um, TNA Impact thought I was like a hardcore wrestler, but I went with it. But I definitely sort of Abyss uh, passing the torch to me a little bit there with with his Monster Ball matches and, and Stairway to Janice and the feud with 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 Abyss just because you know I'm a new guy coming in and you know. He doesn't have to. He doesn't have to put me over or help build me. And Chris is such an amazing, great guy. Anyway, hell of a talent. Um, uh, so it was really cool to work with him and and have him sort of guide me and and help try and elevate me um, when I got there doing his shtick, you know. So my stuff with a bit, um, and then I enjoyed my feud uh, with Ken Anderson, even though I feel like it was kind of short lived. So that they were like ones that 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 were that that sort of stand out to me and that were fun, mm-hmm. uh, and then at NWA, um, I guess me and Royce working rock and roll that was that was fun just because of who who those guys are and and how much love we have for them. Um, and then uh, I'd say, and then going to Ring of Honor too to you and getting the I think that's what happened anyway I, I think that we went to Ring of Honor and did something there to to get the tag title something like that but um I think singly my match with Pope from back from the attack once we'd just come back from that year off off COVID we hadn't you know rest, I hadn't wrestled in a year I don't think it's probably the same for Pope too and we did it in front of you know just a few of the boys and so that that was that was that was a that was a fun match that that we had. Me and Pope re- worked really well together. It was the first time we'd wrestled, and we went, "Oh, we've definitely got something." Unfortunately, we, we, there's never been a time to sort of do anything more with it. But I got a love a lot of love and respect for for Pope, and um, I think he's a hell of a talent. And and I know that if I was in a feud with him, it'd be a lot of fun, and we could really do some cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm trying to think something recently. Um, don't know yet i still feel like i'm yet to sort of um i want to be in that position where i'm doing that i want to be like you know my wife and you know being in these main events and and killing it and having some good storylines to sink my teeth into because you can have good matches and you can you know you can have a good match right Mm -hmm. but it helps if there's some substance and content to it it really does for the fans and for yourself too uh cold exhibition matches uh, the, the, the whatever you know i could i could name a, a handful of good matches i mean even one that i had with ec3 a while back at uh at, you know if it was tv or a pay-per-view or what you know we had a, we had a good match but it but there wasn't it wasn't really for anything you know so i'm still yet to sort of have those matches that i want now and 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 i'm ready for so i feel for me it's still watch this space well you get the chance october 28th NWA saw when you're in the main event titles on the line, anything else you want to 
plug or promote before we get out of here? We covered a lot, but anything you have coming up, maybe you want to talk about? Um, at some point soon, I, I can't really go into much details, but uh, at some point soon, I'm moving to Florida. Huh. A couple of friends who shall remain anonymous for the, for the moment open up a school, so I'm excited for that. So um, that'll be something that I'll speak to you down the line. But once there's more, um, the building's ready to go and everything is in place. It's just announcing it and, and moving forward on it. And I'm still living in Tennessee. So mm-hmm. it's like I moved down there in January. It's sort of on, on freeze a little bit. So the, the, the school is coming up in Florida, uh, sort of a, the, a northern part of Florida. Um, and then, you know, I, I not really know. Um trying to think. Um, I mean, I've got some sponsors and food stuff I could plug, I guess. Go ahead. <laughs> so I got Chicken Pound uh, is a is a place that delivers uh, cooked chicken flavored and meatballs to your front door. I mean, they're awesome, especially if you're lazy like me and you don't want to cook. So you can just my I microwave everything. It's probably yeah. terrible. But, um, and then uh, the the code for them is is Latimer. So that's the chicken pound and the code for ten percent off, I think, is, is Latimer. And then Rival Nutrition as well, they're who who I get all my supplements off protein powders and things like that. So Rival Nutrition and the, the code for that is Latimer 10. Um Angry Lemonade is the guy that does my merch, my t-shirts and, and hats like that. So so hit hit up Angry Lemonade on uh, Instagram or whatever if you want to get some t-shirts and that kind of jazz. Uh, I think that's about it, though. So obviously, watch YouTube. Tune into uh, tune into NWA's YouTube channel, and uh, and hit up fight for the for the paper views. Did uh, you ask Nick if he's moving to Florida with you? Well, I already did. Yeah, he's, <laughs> you know, you know, he's gonna be. One, I know he will. He because he he's just like me. He's a he's a. You know, we're obviously born and, and raised in England where it's cold and grey. And so whenever we can, like now, whenever I can be outside uh, in the warmth, I want to be. And he's the same. He's the same way, too. So but it might take a little bit of uh, finessing and, and wrangling, but I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure he will end up following me down there at some point. I'm going to hold him to it. All right. Well, best of luck with that. I definitely want to hear more about it when we can talk about it. But until then, oh. Sure. Uh, best of luck with that NWA coming up. Uh, thanks for your time today. I appreciate it. No, no worries, Bill.